Hello and welcome to the Grace on Fire show. I'm your host, Carrie Stanley. I'm a mom of twin boys, a nature lover, a travel adventure junkie, and the founder of the Grace on Fire movement. First, I want to say thank you for tuning in here. I'm on a mission to support women to live a fully aligned life that is on fire through nature, soul-fulfilling retreats. I'm bringing this show to life to share the many stories of others and my own of what truly following the God whispers really looks like. I'm a big believer that we can step into the life that we are being called to and that the journey looks different for each and every woman. In the show, you'll learn powerful lessons, learn a variety of tools, hear from different faith backgrounds, and hear the real backstories in all different stages of what it really looks like to step out in faith and live a life that is grace on fire. Let's tune in. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Grace on Fire. Today, it is me. Today is my first solo episode, and if I didn't tell you that I have procrastinated on this episode, I would be lying, and I am all about being totally transparent with you in this process, and here's the deal. We are always going through our next transition for our up level, always, always, always. There's this thing in the self-development that when you get into self-development, you start doing the work on yourself, you start getting into it. And there's this like false belief that we have about ourselves that it's like, man, like I'm going to fix this thing and then I'll never have to deal with it again. Or I'm going to heal this part of me and I'm never going to have to see it again. And then as we're going on our journey, there's all of a sudden something that comes up and we get frustrated. We get so frustrated with ourselves. We get frustrated and we look in the mirror and we're like, how come I'm dealing with this again? How come this is here again? And the truth is, is that we get to be honest with ourselves that there's never an end point. We are playing the infinite game of life. We are, there's no such thing as winning. It's the keeping going. And I say that because that is the difference between settling and being complacent and just kind of like giving in and being okay versus actually staying in it and choosing to evolve, choosing to embody a next level, choosing your next upgrade. And so, yes, for me, first of all, I want you to give yourself permission that I'm already perfect. I don't need to be fixed. And I'm constantly imperfect at the same time. And I'm in my own evolution. So I get to give myself grace. But for me, that shows up at times with procrastinating. (laughs) And it will show up when I'm delaying my next level. Why? Because we become comfortable in our current level that used to be our uncomfortable. 
So I want to share with you a couple of things. And one before we get started and we dive into this episode, because this is going to be about my most recent upgrade, my most recent up level. And I want to share a little bit of my backstory with you, which is also why I even started this podcast in the first place, why I even do what I do and why I'm so passionate about it. And I want to share with you before we dive in a an actual program that God has downloaded into me over the last couple of months. And it's actually called the upgrade. And the reason that it's called the upgrade, it was something that just came through me. It was something that just like God just spoke over me and it was something that came through me and I resisted it for a couple of reasons. And part of the reason that I resisted it because I was going through my next upgrade and just like your iPhone, just like your iPhone that constantly comes out with the next upgrade, you might resist downloading that upgrade. Some of you might resist because you're like, I'm comfortable where everything's are. I don't want it to change. So I like I've I've gotten it where it is. And then others of you might be a person that is just constantly like excited about that next upgrade. But if I ask you if that was the same way you were in life, you would probably show me some areas where you've held on to an old version and not allowed the upgrade to come in, if we're really honest. So I have this program that's starting on April 11th, and it is 11 weeks of full immersion of your upgrade. And what's so amazing about it, it's the first time that I'm offering a retreat, which I am such a big believer in retreats. They are the most epic, the most transformational spaces. They are the quickest and most efficient and most effective way, in my personal opinion and in my personal experience, to create upgrades in our life. One, because we are distraction-free typically. Two, because we've gotten outside of our box and, and are in full immersion. And so I'm pairing that with full support of this 11-week experience that is all about upgrading. It's called The Upgrade, and it is about manifesting your next level desires. And I'm a big believer that we manifest our next level desires by co-creating with God, which means we have to partner in agreement, partner in agreement of a next level belief that feels bigger than us because we have to embody a new level of leadership in ourselves. We've got to match our beliefs to it. We've got to match a new way of being to it. We've got to match our leadership to it, the way that we're showing up. And many times it's changing the story of who we have thought we are to match it to a higher level belief in ourselves and how we're showing up so that we can receive at a next level, which also includes, and this one's really, really big. It also includes being super honest with ourselves of what we've denied, what we've lied to ourselves about, that we actually desire, but we haven't given ourselves permission to actually speak it out loud, ask God for it, believe it's possible, and decide that we're worthy. So we are going to be addressing all of that, stepping into full embodiment of it, and then it will commence with a retreat in Door County, Wisconsin, 
which I love and adore Door County, Wisconsin. I don't know if any of you have been to Door County, Wisconsin. If you have, give me a shout out. But it is this iconic, is the Upper Peninsula of Wisconsin. And it is like this iconic seaside, like island area. You can go stand up paddle boarding, which we're going to do that and kayaking. And we're going to be doing meditations out on the water. There's lighthouses, there's quaint coffee shops, and it is just a beautiful place to slow down and step into your light and your dreams and truly just allow yourself to receive on another level. And so it's going to be an all, all inclusive retreat in this magical place where we get to open the door to the dreams that are in your heart, the desires that are on your heart, the desires that God has put on your heart. And that is the full experience of the upgrade. If you are interested in the upgrade, please send me a message because it is only for seven women. So either message me on Facebook or Instagram, wherever you might follow me, or just send me a message in email, whatever you've got for contact works great. Send me a message and I will get with you ASAP because there's seven spots and we get started on April 11th. So let's just dive in. For those of you that know, maybe you don't know, I recently had a birthday. It was my turning 47. Now, for some of you, you might be like, 47 doesn't sound like any iconic eternal birthday that really matters. <laughs> and sometimes there are birthdays that have an energy in us that is very, very different than one that may have an energy because it's a certain number on the calendar or it's a certain number that you're turning or something like that. Like many people would be like, oh my gosh, 50. 50 is a really big birthday and so much comes up with 50 or maybe 40 or maybe, you know, 35, who knows? Some people 60, whatever it may be. There are like numbers like that that can have really big energy and really big ahas. And somebody just told me not too long ago that just birthdays in general are are a time of reflection that can bring up a lot for us. Coming up on this birthday, I really, really felt the energy of this one. There was something about it. Like, if you ever just have this feeling? There was something about it that just felt fresh, that just felt new. It felt like, kind of like a new year. It felt like I was closing a year and I was opening up another one, but it felt even bigger than that. It felt like I was closing a 12-year chapter, an era, and I was opening a new one. And honestly, I didn't know why. I just knew it felt big. And when we get tuned into our intuition and we get tuned into like the wisdom that our body is speaking to us, we start uncovering these types of things. And so for me, I knew this one was big and I was just, I was just going to honor what it had in store for me. And here's what was fascinating. Right before my birthday, a week before my birthday, I was sitting up in my office, right in this exact space, actually, right in this exact chair, actually, that I'm in right now recording this podcast. And I recorded a video. I think I recorded a video on Facebook Live or something like that. And I went to post it. And I immediately stood up from my chair because I was going to go downstairs to my kitchen and get something to drink. 
And what I did not realize was my foot and I was sitting on my foot. I was sitting on my left foot and you know how you'll have it like sitting up underneath you. And so I was sitting on it and it had gone completely numb. I mean, like completely numb to the point that I didn't even pay attention that it was numb. And I stepped up on my right foot, which was this, you know, foot naturally to stand on. And I went to go take the first step on my left foot. Well, because I didn't realize that it was completely numb and I was in a hurry, um, I was excited about what I had just said. And I went and just took my first step. And what I didn't realize was my foot, you guys, my foot was turned upside down, kind of like um, imagine, imagine your hand completely turned upside down and that you land on the top of your hand, like on your wrist. That, believe it or not, most bizarre thing that has happened to me it my foot was completely upside down and I stood I took the entire step on the top of my foot I heard the pop I knew something was wrong like instantly and I just sat on the floor and I thought oh my gosh I think I may have just broken my foot and I just was like, oh, what just happened? And I was in that, I was in that moment of, am I in a lot of pain? What just happened? Can I stand up? And I just sat on the floor and I, like, I knew you guys, like I knew there was some lesson that was sitting here for me. And I just sat there and I, honestly, I sat there and I surrendered to God and I was like, okay, God, what do you got for me? Cause something just happened. And I've learned to tune into the wisdom. And so I got up and I was able to walk, but it was extremely painful. I had a knot, like a super large knot instantly, massive hematoma. The good news is, is that I don't know if it's good news or bad news. (laughs) Sometimes they say it's better if you just break it. Uh, But for me, I had actually torn some ligaments and created a sprain on the top of my foot. It was a midfoot sprain. It was not broken. And I ended up limping for quite some time. We're about a month. I want to say as I'm recording this, we're about a month out from that injury and the bruising has subsided. I can walk without a limp and I've been able to heal it quite quickly, but it's still, it's still definitely got some after effects, but I want to talk about the lesson because it was so fascinating to me that 12 years ago to the month, 12 years ago to the month, I broke my only bone that I broke in my body. And it was on my right knee. It was a skiing accident. And the skiing accident, believe it or not, you guys, you might laugh that about this story, but um my ex-husband and I, we were getting a divorce. And as we were getting a divorce, we, we decided that we wanted to celebrate our divorce together by taking our kids who were, I want to say they were six, seven at the time, um, six at the time we were taking them on a ski trip. And as we were in the air on the way to the ski trip out in Utah, our divorce was final. And so we celebrated as a family going skiing. I know who does that, right? We do. We had decided 
one of our commitments to each other and one of our commitments to our boys was that we were not going to get in the way, regardless of what was going on with us, we could be healthy parents together and that we were going to create an environment for them and that, that we put their, uh, we put their, I want to say that we put their needs first, but not in a self-sacrificing way to us, but the fact that we knew that we could honor a relationship that created a really healthy relationship for our boys. That was our, that was our mission. That was our commitment. And so we took them skiing and on the ski trip, as our divorce was final, it was the very last run. You know, of course, the very last run, you hear that all the time. It's very last run. I was with one of my, one of my kids and I'm skiing down the, or I'm starting to ski down the mountain that just got off the ski lift and I fell. And I actually, I was like trying to get my son not to fall. And there's a lesson here too. Because instead of just telling him to fall over, I was like chasing him and the way that I was trying to like grab him to save him, you know, mama bear, um, I twisted wrong and just literally fell over. It wasn't some big dramatic fall. I literally just fell over, but I felt the pop just like I felt the pop with my ankle. What's interesting about this time frame is that this was my right knee that I broke two spots in my tibial plateau. I could not stand up. I was not in a lot of pain just laying there, but I couldn't stand up. What I didn't know at the time was this was the beginning, you guys, of me starting to go down the route of self-development. This was the beginning of me understanding that I had totally lost who I was. That was part of what came out of the divorce. That was part of what came out of all of that was that I didn't know who I was anymore. I had become this version of me that was really fake. And even though I was really happy on the outside, I was just kind of going through the motions and it was fake not in the not in the fact that I was like faking this life but it was fake in the fact that I had created this persona of somebody I thought I should be but when I looked in the mirror I didn't really know who I was anymore and there's a whole other episode that I will talk about this full discovery but in this episode what I want to talk about is that was the beginning of me starting to understand that I had to learn a new way of living in order to continue. And so as I started into this journey and breaking my leg at the beginning of it, at the time that I was going through divorce, the very first thing that I had to learn was how the heck do I receive? How the heck do I receive? Because at this point, I'm in a straight leg cast from my hip all the way down to my toes. I can't even shower. I cannot take a bath. I had to do a sponge bath. I couldn't even wash my own hair. I had to help. I had to have my mom like help me get on the washer and dryer and lay my head back into a utility tub, like a utility sink so that she could wash my hair. My dad had to drive me to work. I had a, you know, a 
a leadership role in healthcare. My dad had to drive me to work every day because it was my right leg. So I couldn't drive at all. I suddenly became so aware that everything that I took for granted, I now needed help with. And I was a single mom suddenly raising two kids and trying to figure it out all on my own. And you guys, that had been my story. That has been my story that it was like everything had to be done on my own. I had to figure everything out on my own. So our right side of our body is our masculine side. That is our drive side. That is our action side. That is our warrior side. That is our side that is like, get it done. I'll figure it out. All of those things, which has its place and is so important. But when it becomes out of balance, when we are pushing people out of our lives so that we can just get it done, which is something that I did in my marriage, when we are not able to receive and we are operating in a I'm doing things on my own type of way, we tend to put up so many walls that we don't even realize are happening and we become so out of balance with our left side of our body that represents the feminine side. The feminine side who is the receiver, the feminine side who understands the power of true surrender, the feminine side who understands how to lean back, to be magnetic, the one that understands how to manifest, the one that understands how to get things done through our being rather than our doing. And I had totally lost her. I had, she's the side that plays. She's the side that's creative. She's the side that's like magical and dreamer. She's the side that is sensual and, and truly like embodies every aspect of being a woman. I had lost her so much, you guys, like completely lost her. And so when I broke my right leg, it was a symbol of me saying my body giving me wisdom that my left side of balance was so left side was so out of balance that my right side couldn't handle it anymore i was broken there was a part of it that was broken it was saying i need you to step back into harmony i need you to step back into balance and you've got to learn to receive and so over the next 12 years, even though I didn't know that all that was happening because I hadn't started all the personal development, I started the walk of everything that I teach now, the discovery of self, the discovery of authenticity, learning who the heck we are, embracing our imperfections, our gifts, learning to receive, learning surrender, learning grace, learning imagination and play and passion, all of those things. And those are all the things that I teach, learning, learning this like deep, intimate relationship with ourselves, with God, with others, all of those things. And so here I was on my 46th, almost 47th birthday. And I go down and I injure my left foot. What I didn't realize at that moment, because I still hadn't quite gotten the lesson, but I'm much more in tune than I was 12 years ago. I knew there was one there. And the lesson hit me on the night of my 47th birthday. I was in Austin, Texas, 
And I was with a group of, I'd gone down there with a group of my friends that I actually hiked the Grand Canyon with over this past summer. And we decided, a group of us decided that we wanted to meet up and it just happened to happen on my birthday weekend. It wasn't planned. It just happened to be there. It also happened to be in Austin, Texas, which is a place that I'd been wanting to go. And a good friend of mine that is a guy friend of mine lives in Austin, Texas, and I hadn't seen him for a few years. One of the things as well is as I was down there and it was, um, it was the night before, (laughs) it was the night before, and I ended up, ended up flying in to Austin, Texas. And when I flew in, he came and picked me up at the airport. The reason that I say that this is so significant is that during these last 12 years, I've dated some, not a ton. I've dated men that are emotionally unavailable. I have learned so much about myself. This has been a chapter for myself. I've opened back up to dating. I've all of those things, but I've known in the last couple of years that I've been playing safe when it comes to my romantic relationships. Other areas I had massively opened up, but I was playing safe when it was becoming to my romantic relationships. And I've uncovered a whole lot, and that's a whole nother episode, on the impact of, you know, family, the impact of men in our lives, just, just so much that I'd opened up to, but I was well aware that it was time for me to stop playing so safe over the last few years in relationships. One of the key indicators in relationships is I have dated men that didn't make space for me, that I allowed men not to make space for me because it was a way to stay safe. So having a man actually pick me up at the airport, even though it was a guy friend of mine, still, my flight was late. It was an hour late and all of my stuff came up. You guys, like, like when somebody's waiting on you, do you ever have that? Like, Oh, I feel so bad. They took, you know, all of my stuff came up with that. And I knew this was a growth moment. So he picked me up and we were at his house later that night and he has a cold plunge at his house. I don't know if you guys know what a cold plunge is. And it had been in my energy to do a cold plunge, even though I had never, ever thought I would ever want to do one. You guys, I don't even like going swimming in water that's like, I don't know, under like 85, 88 degrees. I do not like like the cold when it comes. I don't mind the cold like outside, but I do not like swimming in cold water or even kind of lukewarm water. So the idea of doing a cold plunge was just like, oh my gosh, I just can't even imagine. What was so great about him and what I just adore about our friendship is that he he knew that I got to have this experience and this was a breakthrough for me. And what was so great about it was he held space 
for me to do it. He stood in my greatness for me to do it. And he was like, you are not going into your 47th birthday without doing this cold lunge. Knowing full well that I'm a meditator, that I have great mindset. He was like, you can do this and I will coach you through it. And I kept thinking like, okay, how do I want to go into my 47th birthday? Like, how do I want to go into it? Do I want to go into it with regret? Do I want to go into it with my next up level? Do I want to go into it with playing safe? Do I want to go into it with, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. And the part of me that was in, oh my God, I can't believe I just did that was the part that won out for sure. Because what I know is I'm not here to play a safe game and neither are you sister or brother who is ever listening. Neither are you. It is really cold in Austin, Texas on this night. I mean, it is kind of rainy outside. I think it was 30 some degrees outside and inside of this cold plunge tank. It was actually a freezer. It was a freezer outside that is filled with water and the water temperature was 36 degrees. And I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, Carrie Stanley, you can do this. And I also allowed him to coach me through it. I stood at the edge of that tank and I was like, okay, like it's now or never. This is the time to put your meditation skills to the test. I stripped down to a tank top and undies and I crawled into this freezer, like holding my breath, you guys, like holding my breath. And I lowered my entire body down into this 36 degree water. And as I was in there, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cold. Like my body, you know, that instant, like, <gasps> And I took this really deep breath. And to be honest, I couldn't even breathe right at the beginning. But what I knew is, is that there's so much power in our breath. There's so much power in our bodies when we will tune in and we will tap in. And I knew I had that power and I wanted to feel that power in me. And so I tuned in and I got control of my breath. And I was actually able to start taking some deeper breaths, even though they were still pretty shallow. And I had, I had him, he was videotaping it, but I also had him turn on some meditation music. I played that breathe in, breathe out uh, song. And I allowed myself to just fully immerse into my breath. And the next thing I know my goal was 77 seconds or seven seconds. I was kind of like, whatever. I just get to be committed to this process. But the next thing I know, I was able to surrender just a little bit deeper. And my skin was on fire. I was in the cold, but my skin was on fire because it hurt so much in the ice. But somehow I was able to tolerate it. And the next thing I know, it was 90 seconds had passed. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can go longer. And I went deeper into my breath and I felt, oh my gosh, I can go longer. And I went deeper into my breath and I was calmer. And then the, the prickles became less and less and less and less. And even though it was uncomfortable, I felt so 
powerful. I felt so strong. I felt so courageous. Like I started to feel invincible. And I knew, even though I was uncomfortable, that I could stay longer. And there was two minutes, and then there was three minutes, and then it was three minutes and 15 seconds. And I just remember like, okay, I'm complete. I felt like I had conquered what I had originally gone in for that. And when I emerged and I went back inside and he wrapped me in a towel and he just told me, he just poured into me how amazing that was. And just like fully, honestly, he was like for a newbie, for a brand newbie, that was like badass. That was badass. And truthfully, I felt badass in that moment. But what I didn't realize was happening was a change was happening. It was the closing of one era that I was telling you about. And it was the opening. I emerged into a new chapter. And what I figured out was my ankle, because it was my left foot and it was the feminine side of me that now had gotten injured. That side of me was saying I had now leaned so far over the last 12 years. I had leaned so far into the feminine that I had actually started to resist in my life the masculine side of providing, the masculine side of passion, the masculine side of my true warrior within. I so am not the person that's going to tell you that I'm pro-hustle. But there is a fire in you. And there's a reason that grace on fire is the combination of those two energies. And there was a piece of me that was allowing part of that to be dormant because I'd been afraid of it. Because if I stepped back into it, I was afraid I would go too far to the right again in a way that was unhealthy, in a way that was suffocating, in a way that I felt like would be putting my light out. So I had resisted it so much. But what my left ankle was telling me when I stepped on my foot was telling me that it is time to invite in the healthy masculine again. That there is a new way emerging that is a new level of balance where both sides are actually healthy and they integrate together. So I went into that cold plunge being supported by a very masculine male friend of mine who had my highest interest at, at heart. And because I was supported in that way, and because I tapped into the warrior to go through what I just went through, what I realized was the cocoon, the safety of the last 12 years of healing was complete in its essence, even though we never stop our healing process, but that it was now safe and not only safe, but safer to allow in and step fully into the masculine part of my life in such a healthy way. And so I went into the cold and cocoon and I came out in the fire. I came out saying like, oh my gosh, I am, and I could cry just saying this because I can feel it so much because the parts of me that I was resisting was the parts of me that desires true wealth. The parts of me that desire this amazing relationship, this relationship that's so intimate, it is deep, it is known, it is 
um, full. It is holistic. It is like all parts in one. And that I'm so ready for it. Yet I was keeping it out because all I could see was in the past was relationships that had suffocated my authentic self. Relationships where I had gotten lost in my authentic self careers where I had lost my authentic self. And so what I saw was there was a battle inside of me that wasn't making room for a new way to do it that combines both energies. It is the yin and the yang. It is the balance of both. And so we always are having wisdom. We are always in a place that we are getting the lessons if we will pay attention. So I came home on my 47th birthday, so ready and so on fire. I literally came home and changed my business and up-leveled all of the structures and the systems that I'd been resisting. Because all of a sudden I saw where I can create a way. So for those of you that are like, consistency and structure is going to take away my freedom, you're in that space. You're in that space where you're leaning so far on one side that the only way you can see the other side is because it's a threat. It's a conflict. It's something that I'm resisting. It's because there's another like wound. There's another part of you that's asking to be healed and invite it in in a new way. And so for me, I came home saying it's safe to invite in the healthiest, most amazing man into my life. And then I am now ready for that. And not only is it safe, it's safer. I came home saying, and finally admitting and allowing for the first time that I get to have and create true wealth. Like it's not just a desire. It is now something that I am committed to because it is safe and it is safer. I am able to build a team in a new way because not only is it safe, it is safer because I see the power of both energies. So the reason I wanted to share this entire episode with you is that we're always in an upgrade. Our body is always speaking to us. There's always a place for us to go and surrender and learn. And this is my latest one. And it happened to be on my birthday and it was beautiful and I got to witness it. I got to feel it. I got to experience it. But in my body, I had cognitive, cognitively gone through so much transformation, but there was still a piece in my body that did not feel safe to fully release it. You can do all the mental work. You can do all the transformational work, but your body gets to be ready when it's ready. We can't see things until we're truly, truly ready to see them. And so for me, my 47th birthday was that space. For me, that's where I allowed myself to step into an experience that allowed myself to release a part of me that was still caged, that was still protecting me. And there'll be another one later. Like you guys, it's a never ending process. We go through the cocoon to butterfly process over and over and over again. And so today I just ask you, what part of you is whispering? What part of you is ready for an upgrade? What part of you is 
resonating with anything that I'm saying, a place that's resisting, a place that you know that there's something deeper, a place that maybe you need to get lean more into your feminine or more into your masculine. Where is your body actually telling you and giving you signs that you're not paying attention to? That if you just allow it to, it's here to teach you. And just, I would love to hear, send me a message. One of my favorite things is just hearing and hearing the messages from you guys of what are your takeaways? What did you get from this? What aha did you have? Did you realize where am I keeping something out that I truly desire because I don't feel safe to have it? Usually when there's a delay in our life, it's not because we're not meant for it. It's not because we're not, we're uh, not working towards it. But there's something in us that's telling us it's not safe. Otherwise, we would already have it. So this is your opportunity to look a little bit deeper, look under the hood and see what you're ready to finally say yes to. So send me a message. Send me a DM or a, a message on Facebook or an email or something like that. If this episode was helpful for you and you think it would be helpful for someone else, there was anything that you got out of it, any aha whatsoever, one of the greatest ways we can support each other is to share the message with others. I know that you have your next level. I know that you have your upgrade in you. And so thank you for joining me. Thank you for saying yes to the journey. Thank you for listening in and have an amazing rest of your day and embodying your version of you as Grace on Fire. Thanks for tuning in for today's show. If you are wanting to make sure you don't miss an episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And because we are all about impacting and supporting others, if this is something you know that a friend or someone else would definitely get benefit of it, be sure to share it with them. Here's to living another day as grace on fire.